Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The But First Stretch podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives in our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self-worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. Just a reminder, but first stretch. The first portion of the podcast is the warm-up. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken. Welcome back to But First Stretch. And if it's your first time joining, I am so glad you are here. If this episode or podcast is something that you or somebody else is interested in, please share it. Leave a comment or like it on iTunes, Spotify, however you listen. It's really all about coming together as a community, no matter where you live, and getting inspired to live your best life. You can follow me on Instagram at jennifermc3 or fitfamconchi and on Facebook at Jennifer McCracken or fitfamconchi. So I have been updating my website and I came across some old blog posts that I wrote. More on that later when I look at social media. I'm sure I'll be changing a few different things in the next few months. But these blog posts really showed me that I miss writing. And I decided to write a post that really underscored this conundrum of mindfulness and self-care. And I wanted to share it on the But First Stretch podcast because I think it resonates with a lot of people today. So let's dive into the workout portion. Mindfulness and self-care are two hype words of this decade. Watch your thoughts. Take care of yourself. If you do this, you will function in life better, at home, at work, everywhere. And yes, practicing both will radically change your life. However, telling people to do more things is overwhelming and the exact opposite of what both mindfulness and self-care are about. In fact, as I wrote that blog post, my email dinged and it was my work telling me to download an app that will help me relieve anxiety and stress during these challenging times. This email itself is an indicator that it's my problem and I had to fix it on my own to be a better employee. So the concept of mindfulness is fascinating. How can you always be focused on the present when there is so much being bombarded at us from all angles? All the things you have to do and think about each day is a lot. The list of ways to self-care is exhausting. Exercise, eat well, get sleep, journal, take a bath, drink tea, meditate, be in nature, make sure you do things with friends. The list goes on and on and on. So take a breath in and a breath out. The science behind mindfulness and self-care is abundant. Both of them lessens the impact of anxiety and depression on the body and mind. And it doesn't need to be something more on your plate. So to start with mindfulness, one of the things that's suggested is to set a timer and quietly sit, pray, or listen to a guided meditation. Perhaps 
a more significant use of your time and maybe something that isn't cramming more things into the day would just be to focus at the task at hand. Can you wash dishes without letting your mind wander? Just focus on the act of cleaning dishes. Watch where your mind goes. Watch where your thoughts travel to. This is a practice. I know a lot of people that like to bring mindfulness when they're in the shower because the shower is oftentimes a place where we're like, okay, I got to wash. I got to do this. This is all I have to do today. Or if you take showers at night, it's, oh, these are all the things I did today and all the things I have to do tomorrow. And instead of thinking about the past and the present, can you bring, excuse me, the past and the future, can you bring the present into your life? Can you just notice cleaning the dishes? Can you just notice washing your hair or washing your body? And just notice where the thoughts go. Can you be in the present moment? for that five to 10 minutes of whatever you're doing. And it's a practice and it doesn't need to be something else that you need to make time for in your day. It's just trying to be more mindful in the activities that you do daily. The same thing kind of goes with self-care. It doesn't have to be costly or time consuming and it looks very different for everyone as it should. It can be one thing that you enjoy. Maybe it's going for a walk with a friend. I think we oftentimes forget that self-care can also be the product of feeling good. So if you make your bed, your space is clean, you've accomplished something for the day. That could be your self-care for the day. And again, this might not resonate with everybody depending on, you know, what makes you feel good. So if you can do something, even if it's something in your routine or pausing and just remembering that you're drinking the right amount of water this day, like that's self-care. So while you should always treat yourself, so whether that's going on a retreat or a run or having the bath with the candles, right? Those things are great and those things should happen. But really, in our day, it can be something small, and it doesn't have to be necessarily super time-consuming. Just something that makes you feel good. Like, my husband knows that I hate being late. It's, like, very stressful for me when I know I'm going to be late. And so sometimes just getting somewhere on time or early is self-care to me, and it takes a lot of stress off my plate. And the last piece that I mentioned in my intro is that employers should provide space for people to practice both mindfulness and self-care if they're hoping to benefit from an employee who is let burnt out, less burnt out and connected to themselves. So taking the time to relate and treat employees with kindness will always pay off for any company. I truly believe at this time it is perfectly acceptable to give employees time in the office to work on themselves. And I know there are some professions where this might be really challenging, but to be honest, those are the professions where people might need it the most. And I am thinking about healthcare employees in particular when I'm you know, thinking about this idea here, but I know that there are others 
where you're kind of going date like hour to hour, second to second all the time. But it's so imperative, even in that profession, to have time in the office to work on yourself. Instead of adding it to the list of things people need to do each day, like here's this app, take care of yourself. I know that we're stressing you out, but here's what you need to do to be a better employee. So my question for you is, you know, what are your thoughts? And please share with me because I learn something from you every day. And it's important when we're having these conversations about stretching and, you know, contributing to society and community, what we need in our own life to make us happier and the best version of ourselves. The final thing that I want to do before a cool down is the last portion I have on every podcast. And normally in like a solo episode like this, I would tell you what stretches I'm doing in my own life. Or if I'm interviewing someone, I ask them, what stretches are you doing in your life? But really, maybe now it's the time to ask yourself these questions. So my first question is always, what stretches are you doing in your own life? And this is always a general question. It can go so many different ways. It doesn't have to be running or fitness related at all. It could be a particular stretch. It could be, you know, my hamstrings are really tight and I'm working on my hamstrings. It could also be stepping outside your comfort zone in that stretch. My second question is always, what is something that you are enjoying doing in your life for you? So not necessarily for other people, but for you. My last question is always something you can't stop talking about. And this can be a TV show, a book, a product, whatever. What is something that you're finding yourself talking about? And so maybe thinking about those questions and even pausing and writing them down. And the last part of this podcast is always the cool down. So come to a comfortable seat or just pause where you are. You can close the eyes or lower the gaze to turn inward. And take a deep breath in and exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Just notice your belly rising and falling on each breath in and each breath out. Life can get so busy. Enjoy this moment for yourself. Let your thoughts float away. Just come back to noticing the breath.
if a thought arises, notice it. And let it float out of your headspace. Breathe in. And breathe out. Your mind is relaxing. Your body is relaxing. It is just you. Breathing. And you're welcome to stay here for as long as you'd like. Whenever you're ready, gently flicker the eyes back open. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But First Stretch. I hope you have a wonderful day.